0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, a.k.a. Adrian. My guest here with me is Deb Miller. Deb, how are you doing?
1: Good. How about you, Cheese?
0: I'm doing good. So Deb here is a school counselor at Akron Elementary School. Uh, she's been at Akron for 22 years, right?
1: Yep, that's right.
0: With that being said, she was obviously my school counselor when I was here at Akron Elementary. She's also had my my relatives, like my brother, my brother christian my sister alicia my cousins like julian christina she's had my nephew for a bit till he's angel until he sadly like you know moved out and then she's had like my longtime friends like wes cam Wambaka. i can just name many more first of all like deb thanks for coming on oh, and sure. then how does that feel that all these names i mentioned to you you had over the, like the past two decades
1: it It's crazy, Cheese. It's hard to believe I've been here this long and that I've gotten to know all these kids. Um, so I'm very honored that you asked me to be on your podcast.
0: Yeah, no problem. And I wanted to do this because, like, um, just for the, the nostalgic feeling, just like, like, if Juan were to listen to this, Wes, they can just... hearing your voice, they can, like, reminisce the days of, like, do-so, you know? Just, like, kind of like when I had Jen Backus on, I felt like people really enjoyed the episode just because, like, um... They remember, like, when they heard Jen's voice, they remember, like, going to Jen, like, hey, Jen, I'm her, or Jen, can I play?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And
0: um, by the time this recording comes out, it'd be uh, National School Counseling Week. So, yeah, I mean, why not do it?
1: Well, I'm really honored again that you asked me. It really means a lot to me that you want to recognize counselors.
0: Yeah, and I just want to say to you before we move on, uh, Dev, I mean, honestly, as a, uh, from a student perspective or just a, a guy in his twenties, growing up, I uh, kind of always respected you as like a staff member, just because like, uh, not many of the past teachers or administrators, what do you call it, administrators? Yes, I have had in the past. They probably didn't weren't a fan of me, which I don't blame. When I look back now, but you know, you were always there for me. Like uh, we had each other on Facebook for a couple years. You've always said happy birthday to me. You always congratulated me on like my successes, or always kind of been there on my low. So I want to thank you so much for that, Deb.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I try to do what I can and I, it means a lot because I feel like, you know, after people leave to go to the middle school, high school, I don't see them a lot as and keep up to their day-to-days of what they're doing. So it's always great to see kids after they graduate and hear about their success stories. You're very successful, Cheese.
0: Thank you so much. I mean... I'm not done yet. I want to be more successful. So I appreciate you that. And you got to thank God for social media, right? Oh, to, yeah. To like really stay. what do you call it? Just look what like what all these uh, people have been doing.
1: Yeah, connected. It's, it's great because I love social media because I can still be connected to the kids that after they leave Akron, I know that they're still around and hear what they're doing. I always tell kids, especially in the fifth grade, when you go to middle school, you're always going to be a part of Akron Elementary. You're still our kids. Um, and we always want to know what you're up to. And social media is great for that.
0: Exactly. You can be more thankful for it. Uh, and um, And then we can attest to it once we leave Valley in general. We all say, we always say, "Hey, once a Viking, always a Viking." For
1: sure, yeah. And we also say here, "Once a flyer, always a flyer."
0: Uh-huh. I mean, I don't really emphasize that. If I'm being honest. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I know because val- you're at the at the Vikings for sure, but for like, sure, yeah. But
0: that's what started. What, that's what starts it all, I guess. Yes,
1: yes, for sure.
0: So, um, Deb, I want to kind of go back to like the early days, you know. So when I was trying to like you know research you as much as I could, you know, to prepare for this episode, I saw you went to North Central High School. Yep. So the funny thing about that is that. Back when I was at Purdue, when I was, like, meeting kids, like, you know, whether it was at the co-rec or playing soccer or just whatever. Nine times out of ten, every time I met a kid that was from Indy, they were they were most likely going to see North Central High School. Yeah. So, yeah, so it just seemed like like that school so well-known. Yeah. So, like, Deb, like, how was it going to school there, and how was it growing up in an, in the Indy area? Because cause before, you know— I knew about truly you. I didn't know you grew up in the Indy area. I always thought you were from the 574.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Growing up in a big town was awesome. There were lots, always things to do, um, you know, activities, things that we did in school, um, clubs and things like that. Um You know, going to like on a typical Friday night, if we go to the game, then we go out to Burger King to get food or we would go to the bowling alley or a group of us from high school worked at uh, Chuck E. Cheese, which back in my day was showbiz. Um, And so it was really cool to make those connections and have, you know, shopping close, food close. Um, It was just a neat opportunity to do that. So
0: was like North Central, like what what would you compare to like a Warsaw type of size or what?
1: I think back in the day it was like Warsaw um, now it might be more I mean like Warsaw you know Carmel I think's bigger than even North Central I mean in my graduating class of high school we had 633 graduates That's a lot. lot of kids and you know when you think about like Valley it's nothing I mean our school is so was so big and when kids think about you know I'm nervous about going to middle school I'm like it's really simple here at our middle school. We got three hallways basically, and it's like I. There are days I still have nightmares of getting lost at North Central or my middle school. But you, you end up liking it, right? Oh yeah, I loved it. Yes, for sure. I never really imagined. I growing up, I thought I'll just live back in Indy because that's where I grew up. But things changed, and that's okay. I love it here.
0: Right, which we would discuss later on. Yes, but like, um, it's funny how you say like you know you're going to like. Working with your friends, you, you did this activity, like, you guys had to be more creative back in the day, because, you know, keep in mind, there was no TikTok at the time, yep. no Instagram, basically no social media.
1: Oh, yeah, so we, you know, if we needed to talk to our friends, we'd be uh, calling each other on our home phones, um, writing notes in class, um, you know, there was no cell phones and all that, so... Good yeah. Times,
0: right. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. Fun. Um.
0: Did you play any sports back in high school?
1: I did not. Um. I. It, you know. I. I'm not very athletic, obviously. Um. But we. There were lots of clubs that we did. Um. I was involved in a social club, and we did powder puff football with the other social clubs. So that was a lot of fun. And then I. Um. Was in a couple of dramas, uh, and plays in our high school. Um. Just yeah. That's pretty much it.
0: Well said. What part of Indy did you exactly grow up in? Um
1: the northwest side. So, um like if anybody's familiar like between 86th and Ditch and Township Line Road over by uh, St Saint, um St Saint Vincent's Hospital. So, not I mean it's it, it was um
0: close to Fishers or uh, south
1: of Fishers. No, uh, south it was on the northwest side. Fishers is on the east side, I okay. Think. Yeah, so um probably about a half hour from Castleton area. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, so as you know, Dev, I'm a huge, uh, Colts fan, like huge, huge, yep. indie. were you and your family ever Colts fans?
1: Oh, my parents have been Colts fans forever. And we, I, d- I don't, I don't think I went to a Colts game what? growing up, but I was, um, but my dad is a huge sports nut. He went to Lafayette, actually went to Purdue. Um, hey, brother, <laughs> yep. So he's always been to, we went to a lot of Purdue games cause he was from the Lafayette area, went to a ton of Pacer games um and they would always go to the Colts games um I might have gone to a couple but I don't know but like yeah when I was I got to tell you a funny story about middle school when I was a middle school um we went to a Pacers game and I was a Pacers ball girl so I'd go out at the middle of the game and try to shoot a basket and um one of the Pacers at the time Wayman Tisdale probably nobody knows him because he's old but I got he, he I got my picture taken with him and my favorite Pacer was uh Clark Kellogg, I always called him cornflakes. And now he's an announcer, or he was an announcer. So it was really, yeah, that kind of having those experiences and being able to go to, like, the Children's Museum all the time and the games and things like that were awesome because uh, just having those experiences where kids here don't always, Cause they, don't, they don't get to experience so used that. to small town. Yes, yes.
0: I mean, this is awesome just knowing like you know, you're an indie girl, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when did you decide that you wanted to become a school counselor? Was it during high school or? Was it during college, right? Well, and why did you want to be one? Yeah,
1: I really didn't know. I mean, we had counselors at my school growing up. We did not have an elementary counselor. We had a middle school, high school counselor, and they just did a lot of scheduling. And I had talked to them about some things, but I didn't really know what a school counselor did. Um, I really got, I've always liked to help people. I always liked kids, um, babysat a lot. And I just knew I want to do something with people. I love to talk. I love to, you know, help people. So When I was in high school, I went um, to a missions trip with my church uh, to Puerto Rico, and we helped rebuild some homes after the hurricane. And so that was really eye-opening for me, the different types of people that—how they lived and the things that they had that I— that I took for granted Um, that was huge for me. And then I also, um, my youth group leader worked at Riley hospital. She was a social worker Um, and that really, I, you know, I just like thought Riley was an awesome place. It got really, you know, she told me more about what she did and I kind of between all of that realized I wanted to, do something like that I didn't really want to be a teacher because both my parents were and I want to do something different but I always tell kids you know here I am working at a school I'm not I'm a different kind of teacher so yeah that those experience definitely got me into wanting to help people and learning more about social work and uh, counseling
0: nice nice like me having you as a school counselor and then you on social media you always base you always base uh, Manchester University because that's where you went yes so why did you pick Manchester University out of all the schools
1: well I mean my mom would always my parents had told me you know I got to go to Manchester because it was a family college so like my mom went there my dad would have gone there but he couldn't afford it and then I had a bunch of family like my grandparents weren't they went there my great-grandparents were like house parents in the dorm and so it was just they it was a big family college um it was my church college and so my mom basically said you have five choices of college, Manchester, Purdue, IU, Ball State, or IEPY. And um, so I decided to go to Manchester pretty early on my senior year. My sister went there. She was a year ahead of me. And um, so I wanted to go there. And um, I, I applied at a couple other schools, Ball State and Hanover, just because my friends were going to Ball State. But then, I'm, I, you know, it just worked out for the best um, to go there. And I really loved Manchester and the opportunities that I had there. It was a change from going from a big city like Indy to a small school and not That's having I really to ask. Yeah, not having the access to like shops and you know, when we went to go shopping we had to go to like wabash to go to walmart or or fort wayne Wayne, yeah to go to the movies or whatever but um manchester was awesome i made a lot of great friends had a lot of opportunities you know i you asked about sports i wasn't a sports person but when i went to manchester my junior year i uh, we didn't have enough kids to be on our cross-country team and there you did at my back in the day you didn't have to like nobody got cut. So I decided I wanted to run because they had one runner. So I can, I talked to a couple of our friends and we ended up, had six of us join the cross country team. And I came in last, um, you know, the first race I had to stop and walk and it was, but I got better and it was all about improving, you know, with cross country, it's more of a personal sport, even though it's a team sport, we didn't win anything, but I was improving my time. And that was, a really awesome thing I can say I did and I got people you know to be a part of the team and then my senior year was I mean I still ran but it was it was awesome and I knew I wouldn't have had the opportunity at like if I went to a bigger school
0: right. yeah it's crazy that you mentioned earlier that, yeah I wasn't a high school athlete but I became a college yeah. student athlete how like Things just like turn out, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, you know, I was involved in our activities council there, kind of like a student council, and I loved that. Um, did, did, and ma- just made a lot of great people. Knew a lot of people at Manchester once I got there because of my connections with the Church of the Brethren and church camp and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, with you doing all these activities, Like, involving the clubs and with you kind of getting a self-esteem, just helping people out with, like, the cuss country. Yeah. All of this, like, did this combination of things, like, help you decide, hey, I truly want to be a school counselor?
1: Well, again, I didn't really know what a school counselor did. It was, I mean, my degree is in social work. um, So, I knew, like, helping people and I knew I wanted to be with kids. And my experiences, like, I, um, my, like, internships I did were at elementary school, which I loved. Um, I did I I did one internship at the Beeman Home in Warsaw I really liked that Um, I also worked at White's uh, Institute working with um, like foster kids Um, and so I I knew that was what I wanted to do something in counseling therapy social work something Um, but again I didn't really find out about the school counseling until like I I guess it wasn't a thought. I think when I graduated um, from Manchester, I knew I was going to have to get my master's, and so I was going to work for a while. And um, just it kind of actually, I mean, I think it's a God thing. I just kind of lucked out actually when I got this position. So, yeah, and I didn't – I know that – Can ask that question later unless you want me to answer it now No, you're
0: fine so I'm just kind of confused like so did you end up going to Manchester still to get your master's
1: no no I got my bachelor's in social work and I minored in psychology and then I worked um, for about uh, eight months or so in Indy I had a lot a couple of different jobs but working um, at a place called Crossroads Rehabilitation Center and I was working with kids under the age of three that needed to get help in services whether it was like um, developmental help with a teacher a classroom teacher or um, speech therapy occupational therapy physical therapy and i was doing like the connecting of them to all the services and so that was that was awesome and again it was very heartbreaking at a time to see kids under the age of three that had so many severe disabilities but it was really really neat the people that i worked with and the kids that i got to see and the growth that they made that was awesome Um, And then so after that, I knew I needed to get my master's. And so I um, applied to IUPUI um, and got and got into the advanced standing program. So some of my undergrad classes counted. So um, I was on the 13 month track. So I started that and then um, got married in the between, um, which brought me to akron area and um
0: what's your husband's name
1: brandon and he was he from yeah he's from valley area because
0: he was a a distinguished alumni alumni, either my freshman year or sophomore year of high school i can't remember but yeah
1: so we again like if i hadn't gone to manchester i wouldn't be here today and that's what i tell kids all the time here at akron about why college is important and graduating because it totally changed my life. You know, again, I thought I was going to live in Indy that changed when I met Brandon, we got married or we dated and then got married. He was from the area. So when, um, when we got married, I was already in grad school and he, when we, we, we got, we waited a year till we got married, but, um, he was looking for jobs in Indy and it just, nothing, you know, really worked out for him. And I was fine. It worked out here. And, um, so I graduated with my master's from IU in 1998 in social work. And then, um, the day after I graduated, I worked as a therapist at four County counseling center in Logansport, And I had clients coming in to the classroom or not to classroom to my office, um, working primarily with kids and groups, but I did some adult, I did worked with adults. Um, and then we, the school had a con, the four County had a contract with the school. So I was coming here one day a week, um, splitting my time between Akron and the high school and working with some students that needed some extra extensive counseling. Um, And I actually, one of my good friends, Susan Walker, um, we grew up, we went to Manchester together. And so I,
0: Chris's uh, wife. Mrs. Walker's wife.
1: Yep. Um, So because I knew her from college, I, on my day off would come and volunteer in her classroom. At that time, she taught special ed and she wasn't married to Mr. Walker yet.
0: Crazy. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) having that connection with Susan, meeting Mr. Boggs and he knew Brandon because he was Brandon's fourth grade teacher here at Akron. Exactly. And then my connection with four County, um, the counselor that was here at the time, Darla France was um, the laws changed and she was going to have to go back to get another master's. She didn't want to do that. So, because Mr. Boggs knew me, Darla knew me. Um, I was able to get an interview, and twenty two year late, years later, here I am. And talking to me, yeah. So it's just, it's just amazing that it worked out. So that you know, honestly, when I graduated from my IU, I wanted to be in the schools, and I sent my resume to like every school in around the forty five mile radius. Right, because um, you just wanted to. Do you, it, yeah. yeah, I wanted to do that because I knew someday when we had kids, I wanted to be on the same schedule and it just nothing was working right and so i mean i loved four county and the experiences i got it was great um but again it just worked out right timing i started i worked at i still worked at um four county for about six months and then after that i got pregnant i'm like i can't do both and
0: right i was getting overwhelmed yeah yeah so they did uh was mr boggs the one that interviewed right You, yeah
1: mr boggs interviewed me he was my boss for a while um and it was amazing just because he he knew, I mean, he's known Brandon his whole life. He's, um, you know, just having that connection. He was, he, you know, he was there when my kids were born. He, I mean, he came to visit and he's, um, I know when I, I had, after I had Greg, I had some health issues and he came to the hospital to see me and, you know, and then knowing Blaine, Blaine Mr. Conley, he was my second principal. We, w- we went to college together. He was in our wedding. No I've been, way. Yeah, way. I mean, it's a bit crazy. <laughs> Mr. Conley has lots of stories about me that he could share. Oh boy. Um, But it was, it was awesome to have those. To have your to be working with your college friends and having those connections and knowing people for so long and it's that's been great.
0: So it's like pretty much a full circle, and it's just crazy. what it's true what they say. It's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Exactly,
1: for sure. Yeah. So
0: when you got the job. To Akron, right? Was that before like the start of the year or was it kind of midway?
1: Uh, midway, actually. I got I got hired in Dece- I, before December. I started in December and then we had a December of 2000 and then we had a bunch of bad weather. And so we missed a bunch of school. So that first year, it was that first half year. It was just kind of awkward because I didn't like learning how to do things and what the previous counselor did. At that time, I was still going to Burkett one day a week because Burkitt was elementary school then. Did that for a few years and then when they closed Burkett and made it or pushed the you know, made it not an elementary school, an alternative school, I was actually really glad to be here full time because I just felt like I could never connect to people when you're there one day a week, it's really hard. It's
0: besides a consistent like five days a week. Yes, you know.
1: yes. Yeah, and so the things that I did, like, back when I first started, as far as, like, how often I went into classes, it's it's a lot different now. A yeah. lot more involved, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, like, when you first come here, like, in December or January, these kids are like, okay, who the heck is this woman? Yeah, exactly,
1: right? yeah. And I'm still learning what to do, and not try not to over my, overwhelm myself and not feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: I mean, but you eventually found your groove later on, right, in the next couple years, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah for sure.
0: So, um, this leads me to my next question, right? So, can you describe in depth what you do, all do as an elementary school counselor compared to what middle school and high school school counselors do? Because like you said earlier, um, it just, and from what I remember, it just seems like when you th- think of middle school or high school, they really care about, like, you know, what classes you're going to be in the next semester or, like, they track your like, you know, success to graduate. Yeah, et cetera.
1: Yes, I think. At, and I, I the counselors at the middle school, high school are awesome people. We have a great team at Valley. Um, I, I but I, I, I don't think I would personally enjoy it. I love being in the elementary, working with the kids, um, connecting with the elementary kids when they're younger. I think um, middle school, high school is a lot of scheduling. Um, I know that they do meet with kids, but it's it's different. It's about college preparation and things like that, especially at the high school level. So typically I go into classes, kindergarten, first grade, the do so that you mentioned, we still, we still call it do so. And the reason why it's called do so is because he's a dolphin. <laughs> uh, for those of you that remember do so, you know, Cheese mentioned I had a like in, in our conversations before we started that do so was a puppet, I really don't get the puppet out anymore because of COVID. We had to, kinda nicks that and he's in my bag, but sometimes the kids still wanna see him.
0: I mean you still can't do it since like COVID isn't
1: Oh I I mean I I guess I don't pass them around and tap the kids oh, yeah. like we used to, all but right. I ke- th- there's still some of the stories that I read um, and some of the stories I've created still have to do so characters in them. Um, so I go into those classes every week and then second through fifth grade, I go in every other week and talk about character education topics. So that's the the best part of my job. I know I'm junk- jumping the gun with that no, you're question, fine. but no, you're fine. I really like being able to see all the kids, getting to know all the kids. Um, one of the things that I learned from Mr. Boggs was he was so good at knowing everything every single kid's name and tried to make people feel like he knew what they were. And a, your principal was your friend. And I've tried to do that too. That was my goal when I saw that from him and, I do feel like I do a pretty good job knowing all the kids' names. Now there are times I do call them by their siblings' names, or by their um, you know older brothers and sisters. Mind, yeah. yeah, or over the <laughs> older brothers and sisters' names. But um, I that's I love doing the teaching and seeing the kids remember things and smile. And you know, kindergarten, first grade, you feel like you go in there, you're having a bad day, you just go in there, you're, you're like a rock star. They're like Mrs. Miller, Mrs. Miller, and so that's awesome. And and I do work with kids one on one. Um, Talking to kids about, you know, if there's something going on at home or the behavior or things like that, or and I also do a lot of groups. A lot of times in our groups, it's like talking about social skills, learning how to be a good friend, you know, conflict management, things like that.
0: So, like you work more towards when they're in kindergarten, first grade, right? And what about when they're like in like second, third, fourth, yeah. fifth?
1: Oh, well, I mean, the groups in one-on-one are for all grades. Um, I but mean,
0: like when you're like teaching. Oh,
1: teaching. Go, go in, I'm yeah, still teach going them. into all the classes every, all the time. Now, kindergarten, first grade, they see me once a week. Okay, once a week. But second, thr- second, third, fourth, and fifth, it's every other week. Every other week. So I'm still teaching lessons to them. It's just not as often as w- what it was when they're in kindergarten or first grade. Right. Yeah, and those lessons typically are a half hour for the younger grades. The older grades, it's about an hour.
0: So yeah, I kind of forgot. You know, it's been like what fourteen years since I've been since you taught me a lesson, maybe fifteen. But anyways, like, do you just like work with the teacher's schedule, or how does that work?
1: Uh, Usually, we have a assigned time that I come in. Um, So it's kind of like the other specials, like art, PE, music, computer lab, gym. Um, I'm put into a schedule time, or we work around their schedule, and um, yeah, we just do that. And if I'm doing like. this week I'm talking to kids about knowledge and, um, in second and third grade. And we're talking about like, and actually kindergarten, first grade too, about like setting goals and learning different styles, the way we learn, um, since you've, been here we have something called a big idea so every month we have a big theme that we're talking about and that's usually part of my lessons are learning about this big idea we do something called family groups where our whole school is in the gym once a month learning about our big idea and our the kids are mixed up into family groups of kindergarten through fifth grade and so our fifth graders are our leaders
0: right yeah yeah since they're the oldest yes yes so like from well, I'm, I'm hearing from all of this right it just seems like your job's to really like really teach kids like on mental health, social health. Yes. Is that, am I right? Or can you go more in depth?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is just like, okay, we all have issues. It's okay. When we get mad, it's everybody gets mad. It's just like thinking about making responsible choices um, and thinking about ways to handle our anger and frustration in good ways and how to get along with people. Um, you know, the, I do like three, I talk about this, like stopping thinking and making a good choice um, because, You know, I try to, and I also try to talk to them about, you know, thinking ahead when they're in high school, middle school, and when they go out and get a job, they have to learn to communicate with people. You have to learn how to be respectful. And I always tell kids, you know, you may not like everybody, but you have to treat them with respect. And I try to use those examples like, let's say that I get mad. It's okay that I'm mad, but if I get mad and I punch, you know, your teacher, what's going to happen yeah, the and consequences. yeah, the, what are the consequences? And so that's why we have to learn about those now. Um, and I say, you know, if we have a bad day, it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day or we still have chance to like leave our frustration at the door and try, you know, if something happened frustrating the night before in the morning, we can still try to find a way to work through it. And, you know, I always tell them you can ask your teachers to talk to me. Um, you can talk to a teacher, you can talk to a friend, um, but kind of learning to let go of some of that frustration and or anger, anger, or or just Grudge. bad, yeah, whatever it is. And I just, you know, I always think it's important to like talk about it, not keep it locked inside. Uh,
0: that makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much you're pretty much teaching like these kids good manners, good behavior at such a young age. Yeah. Cause why not start right now? Because like you you get in the habit of things when you start when you're little yes
1: for sure and then
0: once you get into those habits it's gonna lead on to when you grow up
1: exactly and we do talk a lot about how you know all that just you know yeah like thinking about sorry I lost my train of thought but like go on take um, your time but like um just those habits like you said developing young starting out thinking about choices and how it impacts a lot of things
0: yeah that's that's crazy too like really hear what what goes behind the scenes because we just don't really think about that as adults or like for those that have kids Oh, like they would really like to know what you're teaching their kids, you know? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Honestly. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. And we also still do the three B's, which you probably remember when you be, were acri-
0: Be res- safe. Yep. Be responsible and be respectful For sure. I know, sure. yep. know wasn't in, in the right order. Oh, that's all right. It. You
1: remembered it, so yeah. we still talk about that. And I, again, I say those things are life skills. We talk a lot about all the topics. We talk about like these are life skills, things you need to know for the rest of your life.
0: Even so, though yep. they get more conky as you grow. Up. For sure.
1: For sure. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, Deb, like, what's, honestly, what's the best part about your job? I mean, about doing this for 22 years in counting? Yeah.
1: I, you know, I really like the, the, when I share something and the kids remember it, Um, you know, we're this year, I've been talking to the kids about breathing, like when something's stressing you out, or you're really excited about something, and I've taught them something. And I don't even remember, I think I learned it from another teacher, something called triangle breathing. So you're taking your finger and making a triangle. I know you virtual people can't see this, but like you breathe, you bring your finger up to make a triangle and you're breathing in, Then on the way down, you're holding it, and then you connect the points and letting your breath out. So it's just a visual that you're seeing, deep breathing, thinking. And so for the kids, that even in kindergarten, when I'm mentioning that, they remember. And I see their fingers in the air making the triangle breath. And somebody in a book, uh, another kindergarten student said it was about somebody got a character got upset, and they're like, they didn't use triangle breath. And so to see that connection and the things that they remember really Make me feel good, yeah. um, and then also seeing the kids like you, kids that I I still call you kids, sorry, no, but like fine, fine. people that I that I remember from going former Akron Flyers, and like seeing them at the middle school, at the high school, hearing about their stories, and then I and then seeing them. And their kids, like when we have kindergarten roundup, they'll come in with their kids. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember when your mom or your dad went here. Like I
0: had those kids as students.
1: Yeah. So I'm starting to feel really old because I've been here for a long time. Um, and, you know, uh, a lot of the teachers that were here when I first started, most a lot of them are gone. Now, some of them are still here. Um, and I don't like being considered one of the old ones, but I know I'm getting there. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that the connections, the, the things that kids remember that really does. I feel like I, maybe I'm making a difference, even though sometimes it's hard cause I don't see them every day. Like the classroom teacher does.
0: Right. Which is, which makes you different, right? Yeah, You're not considered a teacher, but it's just something, it's just like from a kid's perspective, it just seems like if I don't want, if, if I'm mad, my teacher then I cannot always go to Mrs. Miller.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure.
0: So, I mean, uh, Dev, like, seriously, like, from my perspective, and I'm not saying this because you're here, uh, like, seriously, you're doing a great job. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this. I mean, if I didn't like like you this much, yeah. then I wouldn't be doing a podcast <laughs> with you. So, yeah.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: So, what's the least favorite part of the job?
1: Well, I think... Or if you
0: I mean, had to nitpick it, you know? Yeah,
1: I think, I, I. you know, obviously I know a lot of counselors don't like the testing piece, like having to do I, the state testing like I learned, which would have been I-STEP probably back in your day. I mean, right. those kinds of things are not fun because... It is schedule changes. It does take my time away from me meeting with kids. Um, But like every counselor would probably say that. Because it's
0: state mandatory, right? Yeah, it's state
1: mandatory. So we don't have a choice in that. Um, I I feel like sometimes it's frustrating when kids, um, you know, like I can see that they don't care and they don't want the help. Or there are other adults in their lives that don't feel like that. They need to come and talk to someone, um, and so that's that's frustrating too. I think another frustrating part of the job is like I feel like I can't help them the way I want to. Like when I when I worked as a therapist, I would see them for longer, and that was the prime role. we at school; we're not doing therapy. I mean, I'm not. It's their they're here to learn, and but I think obviously the world is learning that so much. Thing, mental health plays such a big part in learning, and if a kid comes down with a lot of trauma and stress and baggage they're not going to be able to learn in the classroom. And so it is sad. I know I can't control the trauma that the kids are experiencing and COVID's definitely made it more challenging. Um, but that that is that is a hard part of the job.
0: It's just like what well, like the fact that they're parent, the parent. Well,
1: I think like not, I, I wish I could help them more. Um, or right, outside, the, the, yeah, outside the school
0: outs- buildings. Yes, okay. yes, so
1: like the things that happen at home or the trauma that they've experienced before they came into school at a five, which is really... I mean, we got littles that are coming in really young that have experienced a lot of trauma and that's really hard because that plays a lot of part in education and like I can't fix it. I wish I had a magic wand.
0: But you can only do what you can
1: do. Exactly. Yes. And see, it's really hard for me to take my own advice. I know I've struggled with that and struggle with like, you know, knowing that I can only do so much like you said.
0: But you can, I think you mentioned this a little bit earlier, right, about like, saying you know you can teach a kid good manners like think before you do right yes it's like hey if you release your anger on someone else like hitting someone then that's consequences yes that goes back to like you know you can't yes you can be mad and you can't sometimes control it but you can control your circumstances
1: exactly yeah yeah for
0: sure and it's crazy that how like you know heck sometimes maybe i need to uh relive a do so lesson (laughs) it's really useful honestly
1: well yeah yeah, thank you. I mean, I try to make them interesting. I'm trying to make some changes to improve things. Um, but, yeah, there's still some things that are the same old, same old for the 22 years. Yeah, it's, it's crazy
0: because, like, um, I feel, I feel like back in year one, right, you're not doing the same exact, exact thing. Yeah. Because, like, from 2000 to 2023, 20, yeah. a lot has changed. Oh, for sure, what, yeah. Like, Can you go in depth about one, like, what were some things you had to adapt for, like, even if it was for, like, the bad or for the good?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, uh, trying to hold their the kids' attention sometimes is challenging because a lot of kids now um, are used to being on their tablets or their devices. It's
0: crazy. We, it is. Back in my day, we were like, what's an iPad? Because it wasn't out oh, at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, god. And so
1: when I tell kids, you know, I didn't have a computer when I was in school. They're like, what? You know, I you don't have TikTok, like you said, or you don't have social media. You're in the car. You don't have a cell phone. <laughs> yes. And, and I survived. Um, so I think trying to engage them and get their mind going I still obviously if you're in my room you can tell I love books I mean I have thousands of books and so I try to read a book every single lesson to every kid because I feel like books are so important yeah so I still I you know I may still read some of the do so stories that you remember but I'm adding to them I'm changing them I'm you know incorporating new stories um, but I really try to read a book because there are so many lessons we can learn from a book. Um, you know, I've also this year tried to incorporate some um, online games to reinforce what we're learning. So Kahoot is something that Kahoot, we play. Yep. So um, the kids seem to really like that. And I try to say, it's not about winning. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're on the podium or your first place or what, it's more about the attention. Yeah. More about the, the, um, like listening to the questions and making sure we're understanding it. So I've tried to adapt those and, but I still think the tried and true topics are so important. Like, you know, conflict resolution, bullying, uh, respect, uh, responsibility, being safe. Um, you know, uh, like being safe and being able to tell someone, no, um, you know, what happens if you do get hurt, how to report that things like that.
0: Yeah. That's well said. And then I I say that because that go that applies to everything, just things evolve. And yeah, Sometimes things have to change whether you like it or not. For sure. I feel like, like you know, not everyone, but I feel like some people have a hard time of adapting to change because they're so comfortable of, you know, doing the same habits.
1: Yeah. And I tend to be a creature of habit myself, too. So I've been trying to work on that. Um, and I think definitely with COVID, it, it is it has made a world I mean, it has made our world different. Um, You know, as far as like some of the kids not having some of the social skills that they would that they maybe would get in school or preschool because of we were shut down for a while.
0: I mean, that was just so sad about the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, COVID, you know, really affected everything in some way, shape or form, which is crazy. I'm just think I'm really thankful that I wasn't and I was 21 besides being a kid trying to adapt to the elementary school life. Yeah. When it happened. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was hard, and we all had to adapt, you know, because we weren't doing like virtual learning quite the way it is now. Um, we didn't have. One- it was so
0: new, at least in our corporation. Yes,
1: now we we are all one to one from kindergarten through fifth grade the last few years, so that's been great, and we can do a lot more things if kids would be sick for a long period of time, or if we would have to shut down again.
0: Right, like like we all said, it goes to adapting.
1: Exactly, because
0: it's for the better.
1: Yes, for sure. It's for crazy sure. It it's- is. Oh, oh yeah.
0: My. So, um, Deb, what's your like favorite memories? During your time here in Akron?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, like seeing kids, like I said, like after they've left Akron and they are like, still remember me, still ask, oh, do you still do the dolphin? Do you still have your tar jar? Which is like I use for smoking. And I do remember. Do you still have them? Oh, yes, I still do. Oh, man, I need to see that. Yeah, so, I mean, just the, those, people, you know, seeing what people are up to. Um, seeing them and hearing about what they're doing, Um, you know, working with some really good friends that I've developed over the years. Like I mentioned, Mrs. Walker, you know, having that connection with her for so long. Um, You know, both of us got to see our kids being born and things like that. Definitely working at the school where my kids went, Um, you know, seeing them and their friends and hearing, you know, just the things that kids remember. I really enjoy that.
0: So during, I mean, did those years hit different for you when like Allie and Greg were here?
1: It was. I mean, I think that, and like my, some of my, you know, like my nieces and nephews of all of them, the, the one, my youngest niece was still here when I was here. And so seeing just having family here is awesome and um but it it was different I mean I think sometimes they're like oh mom's our counselor uh you know like yeah yeah um and I did have some of my nieces friends call me Deb and I'm like okay I I know you know me outside of school but at school it has to be Mrs. Miller at the time
0: they don't know any better yeah
1: exactly and I always tell kids like if you see me out of school like my friends my kids friends or people that are friends with that I know like like, please don't call me Deb. Just call me. Or don't call me Mrs. Miller at ha- our house or when I see you. Just call me Deb. It's fine. Like Greg's friends and stuff.
0: No, I, I can attest to them because, like, heck, even like you know, you know, you had me as a school counselor or vice versa. Yeah, sorry. yeah.
1: No, that's okay.
0: Um, it's so weird still calling you Deb. I just want to call you Miss Miller, even if I'm seeing you at you know at the high school or somewhere. Yeah, it's just so weird because you know that those five years or six years that you have. As an elementary school student, it just
1: sticks with you. Oh, for sure, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, the what have you learned as a whole being here for twenty plus years?
1: Um, well, like you mentioned on adapt-, adapt adaptability, changing, going with the times, going with the flow. Um, I've always been a kind of like a creature of habit. Like I, like I you said it, earlier, yeah, like I said earlier. So I, in my day, I have a plan of what I'm gonna do and crisis happens, things change, um, schedules change. And, you know, I I try to be flexible. Sometimes I'm not. And um, I also try to have patience, um, which is a lifelong skill that I am constantly working on. I tell the kids all the time, I do not have the best patience and (laughs) I'm working on that. Um, Self-control is another one I have to work on too. And um, so those that has, that's like a daily thing I have to work on. Now I forget the original question. Uh, just
0: like, what have you learned as a whole? Yeah, yeah, I
1: think just like taking things day by day, knowing that I I can only do so much. I try to want to instill some things, but I can't change the world. You know, right? You
0: can control what you control. Exactly. Yeah. And then it just yeah, it's funny because I've seen you go off in the past years, which is funny. But what was gonna go on with this? Sorry. No, you're okay. See, that's why I'm like, you lose your training Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. W- one thing I will say that I've learned, like I've started to repeat now to myself and to kids is like, we can't control what other people do. We can only control ourselves. Um, so like if someone's being mean to you, you're not going to be able to stop them from calling you a name or being rude to you. You can only control how you respond to by it. By walking
0: away by, and by not, you know, them Getting satisfied with the like the people making it, fun of them
1: exactly because like I I think a lot of times they're they're trying to push your buttons and I try to tell kids that like they're trying to make you mad to get a reaction out of you and only you're the one that's going to be how to be in control. at the moment
0: you can't really oh, comprehend yeah. that because you're so mad yes Which, for sure heck as even dolls, you yes. know we can we we're as guilty about that
1: exactly and I that's why I try to tell kids hey. There were times I got in trouble at school. I tell them about times I went to the principal yeah, or my human, school career. Like exactly. Them. That's so, what I was going to
0: get at them. That's what uh, I was thinking of. Yeah. This all brought it back. Basically, you're trying to say, well, you have also learned, right? Yeah. Being here for a long time, the, the hey, I need to take accountability on myself as well. It's not like I'm perfect. Hey, yeah. hey I make mistakes For sure. even as a school counselor. Yes,
1: exactly. So I tell kids that all the time. You know, like I raise my voice when I need their attention and they see me, they see me get frustrated. I've gotten frustrated with kids when they're not listening and so just last week I had a student, I, I had told her, four times to quit talking when I was talking and I raised my voice and and then I felt bad and I had to apologize to her but I I said there you know I raised my voice and I shouldn't have but you know I need you to listen too and so I yeah try to let kids know I am not perfect I make lots of mistakes and we are all human no one's perfect yeah
0: so yeah and that brings me to my next point Dev as I get older right Uh people around me are like a couple people I know that I hang out with, or teachers like Erica, yeah, like BJ Walls, yep, like Casey Rizoman. Oh yeah. Um. After being around with them, I realized, hey, they have a life outside of school as well. Uh huh. So. And like I, like I said, it goes back to me like regretting being like hard teachers being the pain in the butt, right? Which you know, like I said, I can't do. It. I mean, I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't change the past. But exactly. Whenever I, I face them, I know this is kind of go off topic, but when I face Elisa, I'm like, hey Elisa, I'm so sorry. Of, like the way it, how the way I acted, but anyways, sorry.
1: No, I don't remember you being a problem at all, Cheese. I mean, you were uh, great kid, So I hey. don't
0: know. I don't know. If that's a lie now. Uh. But anyways. <laughs> um so how's your social life outside of being a school counselor like what do you like to do for on your free time or do you have any like side projects you work on like any side businesses
1: um well i love to hang out with my family so my husband and my two kids and uh we have we got a dog during COVID. his name is buddy and he's all Try over up, buddy. yeah he's all over my social media so buddy is like i'm like the crazy dog we're like the crazy dog family now so spending time with my family um i really like to read for fun not like school books or academic books but just like, like personal preference pers- yeah like not uh, fiction books um and just like hanging by the pool in the summertime being outside um just relaxing uh i'm i, I do watch a lot of tv um and uh were you gonna say something
0: like was do you have any like a favorite tv oh yes yeah. so i netflix or what Oh,
1: i well i love the just like the things on basic tv like i love all the fbi shows so like uh tuesday night my nights are like fbi fbi most wanted and fbi like, uh, international oh yes my husband says i'm a tv junkie um i've always liked the like reality shows like survivor and the mass singer and then like swat and the criminal mind stuff like that um so yeah i watch a lot of tv um We don't really go a lot of places now because of COVID and like being creatures of habit at home. My husband works from home, so we just get food out. Um, But yeah, spending time with friends is fun too and important and our families. Um, As far as outside projects, I I am on the board of Camp We Can. It's a special needs camp that is in Rochester. It's been going on for 20 years and I've been a part of that for seven. And so I'm on the board helping plan the camp and uh, being involved in the camp and yeah, that's really I, I really enjoy doing that.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean you just need to like do what you need to do outside of work to like, you know, refresh your mind. Yep.
1: Be- yeah. I do spend a lot of, I mean, I do work from home a lot, but I do I gotta know when to, to balance that. That would be a good suggestion for people to make sure you have time for yourself and not take a lot of stuff home from work if you can avoid it. Right.
0: And then that the kinda like uh brought me to a question that I forgot to ask you, right? Uh-huh. So what advice do you have for those that want to be a school counselor? Especially at the elementary school level.
1: Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I would say um, finding that balance of knowing your your job's here. It's going to still be here. You know, I I didn't used to take stuff home. Then I got in the habit of taking a lot of stuff home. And it's been even worse since my kids get older and I'm not involved in their outside activities to sit at home on my computer or work on the weekends. And it's I, I need to stop doing that because it's still going to be here. Um, I mean, I, I, I love my job, but I also need you need to find that balance of time for yourself, your family, your friends. Um, and so I would suggest that, too. And just ask for help. You know, having a great team of other counselors or a resources where you can reach out to counselors at other schools, finding out what works for them um, and, and asking for feedback all the time is important.
0: Right. The clothes don't get fed, right? Do what? close mouths so do get fed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, speaking about that, right? So how often are you like, you know, you mentioned about like, you know, relying on other counselors, right? Uh-huh. So with that being said, um, do you often like contact Caroline? Oh, yeah. Like, do you like, like maybe give her a call and say, hey, what do you think about this? Or what should I do? And there's just like another person that can, re- that can easily relate to you
1: yeah for sure so caroline day is the counselor at mentone and we talk regularly if not emailing uh or phone calls like weekly um we do have morning meetings uh with our staff and so she and i meet and talk on the phone um at least four two to four times a month set where we're talking about things um planning the family groups that we do, because we do that at both schools, are uh, working on ideas for groups or one-on-one sessions, or I just ran an idea, like a issue I had with her last week about a, some students and, uh, you know, it helps to have that feedback. And then as a whole, the other counselors in our corporation meet um, every other month. And we have a planning time where we meet for an hour, talk about things that we're doing across curriculum. We've been working on trying to get our standards. We do have... T- a, counseling standards just like the teachers do but like trying to get our standards aligned to the national counseling standards and that's been a work in progress to make sure
0: everyone's on the same page pretty much yes
1: for sure um and so then um you know um even though we don't all do the same things we still have things we're talking about um, and then I also like there's an organization through a listserv that we can reach out to counselors across the state. Um, and so like if there's an issue I'm struggling with or a resource I want to find, I will re- re- uh, email that group. And it's great to have feedback from them, too.
0: So you can be more thankful for, you know, the support group pretty much for for sure. And then like, especially with the staff here in Akron, right? Yes. Same thing. Like, but it may not be about counseling, but just maybe want to talk to someone, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I, you know, I love working at Akron because I feel like we're a really close knit group. Um, I feel like we, we mesh really well and, um, we're definitely here for each other when we've got some stressful students or stressful days, we are all there for each other and we. You know, we'll text each other, or just kind of talk about our day, or just know that if somebody needs something, you just like I gotta go to somewhere out for a personal reason. Hey, we will cover your class. Don't you worry. We're we're all very very you know awesome. And yeah, close. And you know, Chrissy was very supportive as a principal, and Scott is uh, Mr. Sterk is awesome. You know, I I, new one. Yes, our new principal Scott Stirk. Yeah, no, you're okay. So I feel like I've been very lucky with my administrators that I've had. They're all very supportive to our counseling program and to um and to just our staff in general
0: that's awesome yeah i mean yes you know your pay can be good your benefits can be good uh the job is so can be good but at the end of the day if you don't have the right co-workers to work with your job's not gonna be as fun exactly but thankfully it's that's not the issue for you yeah from for what sure. it seems like yeah
1: for sure i totally agree you're right i mean the pay is nice the all the having the summer's off awesome but like definitely the co-workers are awesome um I will say, like, to get a counseling job um, in most schools, you have to have a, a, a master's. Um, and that's how I was able to get this. And even though I think my background social work, but I always say to kids, social work counseling is very similar. Um, and I I know I'm the only master level social worker in the corporation, but everybody else ha- the other counselors have their master's in counseling. But I, again, I feel like it's all the same thing.
0: Right. Just gotta do what you gotta do to you know get what you want exactly, and like we said, we can apply this to anything, yeah, for sure. Like, I think when me and Jeff were having the podcast, right? Just gotta pay your dues to be successful,
1: yep, for sure. Work hard and do your best, that's all we can say, exactly.
0: Yeah, so Dev, uh, back to the social life, right? Yep, so as I don't know if you know this or not, I think you saw this on Facebook, but anyways, um, back last summer, right, midway of last summer. I just got into golf. And, yep. then it was, and, and it all goes back to what me and Ben were saying on our podcast, trying new things. Oh, for sure. Because you never know if you love it or not, right? Yep. Even though I'm not a good at golf, not like your son Greg, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. keep hearing from kids, he's good, he's good. Um, I love it because like, it's just like a mental game. It, it strives you to uh, get you better, which you know from hearing from like Brandon or Greg. Oh, yeah. But I want to ask, how is it seeing Greg uh, progress being to the golfy- golfer he is today?
1: Well, I'm really proud of both my kids. You know, Allie had her thing with volleyball, played at Manchester for a couple years as well. And, um, you know, Greg is definitely has a very successful golf career and looking forward to watching him at IUPUI playing golf there. Um, and so I they do not get their golf uh, or volleyball athletic ability from me. That's from my husband. But um, to watch them play and to see them both work so hard. To reach their goals they're both very good students um uh, you know i as a mom you gotta brag on your kids right don't blame um, me at all yeah so they're um i'm very proud of them and the work that they put in and you know i i didn't i never golfed before and then when i first got married to brandon we we would golf some and we used to golf with a group of teachers here and i never and then i stopped and i keep telling brandon once they both go to college Uh, You know, when when Ali's still at college, but when Greg goes to college, maybe he and I can start golfing again just for fun. Why not? Yeah. I mean, but I'm not as good as I'm obviously the worst uh, golfer in our family. But just uh, just to have something fun to do. I told it's it's all about the family time for for sure. And I I do I think that we need to get back into that because it'll it'll be different next year being a single, you know, without our kids like emptiness for sure. It's going to be different for me. So Uh, bittersweet, right? Yes. Yes. Man, Dev, I need
0: to like uh, check out a, a high school golf match because I never been. But now, but now, last year, if we said this last year, I hated golf. Yeah. But now I'm into golf. I kind of need to check one out and, yeah. see, and see how that works out. Yeah. I should I should have checked uh, golf last year because Ben Shriver he's like yeah. a good friend of mine. But oh also, yeah. Like I said, I was I was into golf, but now I have a motive now.
1: Yeah. He was great to he was a great coach and they, the um you know freshman year Greg didn't get a play because of COVID and then um the next year he had um nick 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 hendig as a coach and then ben and this year there's going to be a new coach and um you know i I just i think it's great when the when as a as a adult willing to be a coach with students um you know mallory was a great coach for ally for volleyball um, brandon was helping to volunteer coach and Janie shriver was a great coach and mr hutton so like I'm very lucky. I feel very blessed that our kids have had good coaches um, in their Valley careers. Good, A lot of great teachers, too. Right, it's
0: crazy how uh, they didn't have one coach all four of the, over the years. Yeah. It's like different, different, different. For sure, but hey, yeah. teaches them. Uh, it's going to teach them adaptability. Yes,
1: for sure, for sure. Yep. Once again,
0: this whole pocket goes uh, full circle. Yep, keep, it does. I keep wanting to say full sun. Oh, yeah. So, um, but Dev, what's your end goal by the time you retire from Akron? Or do you think, can you see yourself going to another school?
1: Uh, oh, no. I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to leave to go to another school. I would love to be able to finish my career here. Um, I guess just to know that I've made a difference, even if it's just one or two people, um, to know that people remember me and, you know, remember some of the things that we've said and, and they and they apply that, that would be, that would make me so blessed and so happy to know I've made a difference. Um, you know, I love books, I would love to someday write my own book. Um, so maybe that's a retirement project I can't draw. So uh, I would do stick people or get uh, talk- Hire someone. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that would be, um, you know, yeah, I, I don't know how I mean, I still have a while before to I can plan re- it out, right? To plan it out. I don't know. Um, you know, yeah, I, I definitely just, I guess, hope that I can make a difference. I would like to Valley had talked about getting like therapy dogs in the schools. Um, and when we got buddy, I was really hoping that that was going to work out where I could bring him because I think pets can make a huge difference oh, for yeah. kids. Um, and they sense things and I would still love to have that happen. Um, before I retire, um, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. You know, that's kind of beyond my yeah. control. Just
0: fingers crossed, right?
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah. And so uh, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: And then dev- you never know, you know, with the book, maybe, you, keep, you know, 15 years from now, 10 years from now, you can be the number one best selling author. And I can say, hey, I had her on my pocket.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see about that. I don't know, but it would be fun. <laughs> All
0: right. So is there anything else you want to say or ask?
1: I don't think so. I just, again, really appreciate you uh, asking me to do this. It was a great honor. Um, My first podcast ever. And I just really am glad that you felt like I had that you. Wanted to interview me for and in and, and honor of National Counselors Week, so I appreciate of, that. Of
0: course, like you know, I was like just bored one day at work, and um, I googled like you know the national days and calendar, yeah. And when, when I looked at the what do you call it, National School Counseling Week, yeah, I was like, I gotta have Mrs. Miller on, this would be perfect. Oh, well, thank right? you so much, yeah, I appreciate then, uh, that. And I'm not trying to be deep, right? Yeah, the other person that what could have been on the pod would be Mr. Bibbler, oh, yeah, yeah, um, I mean. You know, rest in peace. He's a great guy. Yes, and he and then just like you, from my perspective, he just seemed like he knew everyone's name at the school. Like he didn't care what your social status was, you know, yep. what your race was, etc. Yep. He just said, "Hey, how are you doing?" For and sure. I feel like something like you two have done something little like that can really change someone's yeah. day.
1: Yeah, when I um, when I first it working with Bibbs, it, he was such an inspiration to me. Um, and same with Driver. Um we lost, you know, some great people there with those two guys and they to, you know to if I can make a difference like those guys did, I will truly feel like my life is made there.
0: Dev, I no, I'm being serious. I feel like you have made a difference in kids' lives.
1: Well, I appreciate Whether that. You thank
0: you. Or not, I'm really, no, I really do mean okay, that. Okay.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Um so Deb, with that being said, it's time for the cheesy question of the day. Okay. Okay, so Dev, today's cheesy question of the day is that What's your favorite song or favorite artist you'd love to sing out loud along to in the car? Because let's, let's be honest, we all do it. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. I, I was on the way here posting to Post Malone. I mean, yeah. singing to Post Malone.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I first have to say I don't know the lyrics of any song, a lot of songs. My family makes fun of me because I can't hear very well. So I just make up my own lyrics, <laughs> okay. which is okay. And um, I have a wide, eclectic uh passion for music if you look at my apple music it's like country rock rap various types um, of the genres. yeah uh kids music um christian music i i really do like to listen to a lot of christian music and um i've been listening a lot to um oh my gosh i've lost it like i i cannot remember the name of the song hold on i gotta look for a minute um yeah. but i do i really like matthew west and the and the message that he gives on his music i'm sorry i want to share this one song because it's on my playlist that i play a lot on the way to work in my five minute drive to work um but it is called um you are by mac powell and it's just talking about how um you know you are the light you are the life you are you know um just trying to make a difference it's
0: to you, it hits you in some different way. Yeah, translated. for sure.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's kind of my jam right now. I you play that it, and just right sing it morning. out loud. Yep, even if I'm not singing the right words. Right, just yeah.
0: something to wake you up in the morning, right? For sure, To look yeah. forward to of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I do, I mean, I will listen to all kinds of music and uh yeah, just different kinds of some music that my kids are introducing me to and uh they don't like all my playlists, but it's okay.
0: Hey, I mean, everyone has their uh preferences, right? Yep, yep. Well, Dev, thank you so much for doing this. I feel like, you know, I learned more behind the scenes of what, you know, you do as a school counselor, like stuff that I didn't really know after all these years of knowing you since like, guys, she's known me since I was six years old. Now I'm 24.
1: Oh, well, that that makes me feel very old cheese. I'm not trying to make you
0: feel like (laughs) that, but it's just like, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, once again, thank you so much.
1: Not a problem. Appreciate it.
0: So guys, uh, thanks for listening. You can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook. Bye.